What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the PlayStation Drive. My name's Matt and I'll be your host for this wonderful Adventures Events. I'm joined, as always, by the incredible, the illustrious, the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. What's up, Court? Hey, I feel like I should have changed my shirt so it made it look like this was different. I feel like I also should have changed my shirt. Do you want to go change our shirts quick? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's a place. I changed my hat. I, I, cha I changed my hat. I got to change it for Thanksgiving. I got to wear more like of Thanksgiving. Outfit. Thanksgiving clothes. Because yeah. listeners, watchers, we are recording this in the past. Court and I are both in other countries, so we cannot record the show live together very, very sadly. But we have prepared a couple episodes. Last week, we talked all about our favorite PlayStation 5 games. And this week, we're going to be talking all about PlayStation Plus. But before we do that, Court, how you doing? How are things going? I'm good. Technically, for this episode, I'm hmm. back and you're not. Technically, yes, you're back and I'm not. Technically, I'm here. I'm no longer in Florida. Mm -hmm. I may or may not have COVID. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Um, Knock on wood that you don't. No, well, I actually, I just got the boosty. Perfect. Um, so Ooh, my arm is feeling food. better today. So I should be fine, but we'll see. So then let me let me ask you this. Um, as that as now that you're back or in the future, uh, what, what, what were some of your favorite parts of your trip? Uh, definitely Star Wars. Yeah. yeah I, I don't even have to say it. Like, dude, are you going to build I'm, a lightsaber? Dude, yes. And I'm going to the Millennium Falcon. Well, I don't know about building a lightsaber because I looked up the costs, mm. and that's like the cost of a PS5. Are they that expensive? So I, yeah. So we'll see. I might just buy a lightsaber that's already built, but look it up right now. It's a pricey to build your own lightsaber. I would guess like 200 bucks. That's how much I would like comfortably spend on building my... I don't know. The fact that I'm like I'm building it or whatever, and like again, it's just something that I will never get anywhere else. Um, yeah, what is it if, from what like, I watched? I looked. Um, so apparently, Savvy's workshop where you build your lightsaber is two nineteen ninety nine plus for per lightsaber US. plus tax. U.S. So that's like seven hundred and fifty dollars Canadian. It's just too much, dude. I can't. Mm. I can't justify that considering how mm. much it cost to go there. Like, trust me. Yeah, I'm going to Disney, and it's you can go. I can go buy a light. I'm gonna buy a lightsaber while I'm there. Yeah, like that is one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I'm getting an Indiana Jones hat. That's what I've decided. Those are my two takeaways. I want an Indiana Jones hat for the background here. I got a new, people can't even notice, there's a baseball there. I can't say how I got it, but there's a baseball there. And mm. I want to get an Indiana Jones hat. Dude, I, I really hope that the next time we do this live together, you just come in with that hat and with the lightsaber, and I'm going to be very, very happy about it. Like, I, I, I've always wanted an Indiana Jones hat. Mm -hmm. I'm old. I'm I, getting the darn I thing. I think you'd I rock that hat, dude. I think you'd Thank rock you. that hat. I think it would look Thank great you. on you, genuinely. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed your time at Disney. We'll talk more about this when things actually happen. Uh, as for my adventures in Korea, um, yeah, I'm okay. Here's here's a here's a scoop. I haven't talked about this yet. I'm gonna probably get my first tattoo. I uh, have a consultation booked. I'm gonna get a gonna get stuff on my arm right here. Very excited about it. Also very nervous. Um, but um, hopefully when we get back, I'll be able to display the tattoo and we'll see you in the in the hat and the in the lightsaber. And I'm all about it. I think that's gonna be. Will see me in the future. Yeah. Exactly. When we're back, you're going to have the hat. I'm going to have the tattoo. This is going to be a new PlayStation drive, dude. We're entering a new era. Ooh. Just wait. Strap in. But 
We should clean the garage because we haven't even done that as of yet. If you're watching us here on youtube.com slash carpool gaming, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Ring that bell so you know when all these things happen. Usually we are live at 1 p.m. EST on Friday afternoons. But this, again, is from the past, 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 past. past, if, past, past. if you have extra bucks to toss our way, please go to patreon.com slash carpool gaming and tip your drivers. Toss bucks in the, in the, in the, in the cup outcomes, cornucopia of content, lots of fun things for you to watch and engage in. And if you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice, please make sure you like, make sure you follow, make sure you subscribe, hit us with those five stars, leave a wonderfully worded review. If you need a script, go listen to the last episode. Um, because we, we provided you with one for to leave a review and on this episode, Court, we're going to be talking all about PlayStation Plus, launched back in July, okay? The competitor to Game Pass. Now, I want to take us back in time for a second here. Before we talk about, you know, before, before we get into current thoughts. I, I want to ask you, do you know where that's from? Um, I'm going to say yes, because it feels like I know it. Twilight Zone. No. Back to the Future. No. The Addams Family. No. See, this is the clip. It's Wayne's World, dude. Can I tell you something? No, you haven't seen it. Oh, my God, man. You're Canadian. What's wrong with you? I, I was little when it came out. My parents wouldn't let me watch it, and I just never really Fair. went back around to watching it. That's, that's the truth. I want to watch it. I will watch it. I'll promise by the time we're live together once again, I will have watched Wayne's World. You can, yeah, you watch it on your flight. You have going so to. much to watch. That's yeah, what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. While my, while my Steam Deck is charging, I will watch Wayne World. I promise. Wayne's World. Not Wayne World. Oh, my God. Wait, Seth, clip this. Wayne, Wayne is World. Wayne. Um. <laughs> All right. I want to go back because, of course, coming into this, Xbox Game Pass, let's just, let's just be frank about it, has been killing the game. It's been very successful for the last few years. People can't, people can't stop talking about it. One of the most commonly things that you'll see on Twitter is that Xbox Game Pass is the best deal in gaming for the, for the amount of quality that you get each and every single month. PlayStation, we knew they needed a response. We knew they needed to do something. And then they announced PlayStation Plus. We didn't get too many details about it. But, Court, I want to take us back there for a second. How did you feel coming in to an all-new PlayStation Plus? When we hadn't been given a lot of information yep. from it, I felt very weary. Okay. Because, and no offense, PlayStation, you you sometimes, I don't know what it is, ever since the shoe uh, video of this is how we trade games, mm. like PlayStation was like rock star stuff, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just started making weird decisions. So I was like, this is all going to be weird decisions. And here's what I will say about the blog post. And I still think it's weird that we got a blog post. I truly think if you wanted to, especially with the pizzazz that Game Pass has, mm -hmm. it should have been a whole kit and caboodle. You should have had a direct. You should, mm -hmm. should have done. Should have State made of play. It a thing. Yep. Yeah. State of play. Should have been done. Make it all. Make it all fancy pants. Especially because you have huge games in there. Mm -hmm. The messaging around it has been weird. But I will say this, comparing to the launch of Xbox Game Pass and the launch of this service, still wish they changed the name because you already had a service. It is better than Xbox Game Pass launch. Mm -hmm. Is it at the caliber of Xbox Game Pass right now? No, but they've been around longer. Mm -hmm. They've been doing this. They've been able to perfect it. They got the app. They got the cloud. They have all the things that are awesome. I agree. See, I, I knew that, like, you know, we, we heard Jim Ryan, because I think that was mm -hmm. really the major turning point from the PS4 mm -hmm. to the PS5. 
he took over. We already know how he feels about old games. We know how he felt about the idea of a service like this. They weren't in. They were like, PlayStation hey, is the best. Hey, but he loves his cat, though. He, he does. He does. But we knew that, you know, we knew how he felt about old games. We knew how he felt about the services. He thought PlayStation was the best place to play, which, again, to a lot of people it is. To me, it is. But he almost double, triple, quadruple down on this idea of this locked ecosystem. And this is what we're doing. And everybody is only going to be playing first party because that's the only games worth playing. He's been very aggressive about this almost PS3 level ideology of PlayStation is awesome. We're the market leader. This is what it is. And we've seen them start to slip. Um, I, they're, they're still leading. They're still, they're still killing it. We do know PlayStation 5 still fly off the shelves. But again, you're starting to hear about Xbox Game Pass. You're starting to hear about the quality of that we're getting in other places. And they started to, you know, they put together PlayStation Plus. Now, I think I do agree with you. I think at launch, I do think the collection of games that we have on PlayStation Plus versus what we had on Game Pass when it first came out is better. I do think that there are a lot of benefits to the service. And I do think that it is a pretty good service. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the thick of it, because as we know, I think there is a lot into left to be desired. Into the thick of it. Oh, into the thick of it. Um, we let, let's, <laughs> let's go back. So July, July hit. July. Every is... parent just had like the like, <clears throat> things going down the back of their neck of just like, oh my god, really? Did right. Do that? And we got. I know, right? We're going full TikTok era, dude. We're we're youths now. We're cool. But let's talk about the service as a whole right now, because we when we eventually did get all of the information, we know that's broken down to essential, which is essentially what PlayStation Plus used to be. You get three games a month. There's Mm -hmm. extra, which adds on the PS4 and the PS5 catalogs that you can download and play, which is a great, great, great service. Wonderful service. And we got premium, which adds on the classic games from the PS1, PS2, PSP and PS3. PS3 games. And some PS4 games, though. And some They're PS4 sneaky. games. They're They're sneaky. They sneaky. And the PS3 games are, right as of right now, still stream only. We got time-limited game trials on, as they were, blockbuster titles. Um, no. And we got cloud streaming access for a bunch of PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games. That irks me more than anything else. So, uh, the clouds. Yeah. do we think that the way that this is broken down is the way that it should be, Court. Are you happy with the tiers? No. Tell me why. So Game Pass, you have Game Pass, and you have Game Pass Ultimate, but Game Pass Ultimate gives you PC, gives you everything. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you're getting a premium thing. Like, as me, who has a PC, I can play a PC game on my PC because of Game Pass Ultimate, right? There's Mm -hmm. the two-tier system. Um, Because games with gold, no one counts it. It's just a thing. Like, it just make it go away. Yeah, bye. My biggest issue with this is I feel essential and extra, there's value. When it comes to premium, I have a hard time seeing the value. But from what Matt and I noticed, some games have been leaked, been, been, been put into this tier. So if you have PlayStation Plus Essential, which when you bought your PlayStation 5, you get The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. They automatically give you that game. But if you only have a PS4 still and you're using this system... Enabled to play The Last of Us, you have to have the premium tier. They put a PS4 remaster game, which is downloadable, into that tier. They also put Bioshock, Crisis. Um, they put pretty much any game that originally released on the PS3 and got a remaster in the PS4. They have now rolled them into that tier. Sneaky sneaks, 
Which is so but, weird considering like even Yakuza, they brought the they brought the entire series in and they've split them across the tiers. Three, four, and five, which again were PS3 games that were remastered onto the PS4. Those three, they're put into premium. The rest of the games, which again started on PS4, are all on extra. It's just this weird way that they're dividing games that like what are they it seems like to me, and I think we're both in agreement that extra as things stand is the place to be. If you're looking 100%. to if you're looking to buy into the ecosystem, essential will get you again, it's fine. I think it's worth the upgrade to go up to extra just to reach that catalog of of incredible PS4 and PS5 games all around the ether. Mm-hmm. Premium still seems to be like the forgotten child. Like they add to it and then they don't. And then they just toss games in, but again, it's almost like the Nintendo Switch online way of handling things where they're kind of giving us games that nobody's really asking for. And like they're like, and again, in the initial launch of the service, you think, especially f- to make a use case for premium, outside of taking games that should be an extra, they're just kind of shoving them into premium to try and like bolster up the reason for why you should get into premium. And I, I think that sucks. Yeah, it it's the one. I think the messaging has been weird. Um, we have we've been one point we're like, oh, this is amazing. They're they're sending out the the, the message, and we actually started going through the, to the listeners. We actually started going through their blog post of this, and at the beginning, it was convoluted and really wasn't telling us what was coming, and it was all over the place. And then for a little while there, they were like Xbox Game Pass type releases where they're like, here's what's coming to the service, and Xbox does have that easy one where it's all coming, right? So they're just like, here's it coming. But PlayStation has to have the messaging of, here's what's coming to Essential, mm-hmm. here's what's coming to Extra, mm-hmm. here's what's coming to Premium. What Matt and I noticed is, they don't do that. So what they do is, here's what's coming to Extra and Premium. And then they just give a list of games. They don't say which one is coming to which tier. And I've noticed that IGN does it. We love Push Square. No one is breaking it down. And then some months, they'll actually give you, hey, here's what's coming for the month. And then some months they just don't say anything and every now and then they'll throw out games. Xbox has done a very good job on the messaging of Game Pass and Mm -hmm. the promoting of Game Pass. Um, As someone that got to go to the Xbox conference, the showcase here in Toronto, every time a game, it said Xbox Game Pass. Didn't say exclusive, just said Xbox Game Pass. And so you know it's coming day and date on Game Pass when it drops. And then they show the trailer. What are we both and I, you and I said the same thing when we watched the very last day to play? We're like, they did not mention PlayStation Plus once. Where was that messaging? If you want this service to be as big as Game Pass, because right now Game Pass is the number one in Zeitgeist, mm-hmm. with Stadia shutting down. Yep. PlayStation had a very good chance of trying to get a whole uh, user base. Uh, from what I've seen on social media, 90% of them are all going to Xbox. Everyone that was a Stadia person, they're all going to Xbox because the cloud, this and that. And they feel, they keep saying, the service seems similar. And and that's kind of what, uh, you know, I think you and I have, have shared reservations about since this launch. Is the messaging has just been so all over the place. You get, you know, as, as so back in July, um, we got the July monthly games post, which is, you know, we've seen over and over again. That gives us our essential tiers. They did a separate post two weeks later about the new new on the game catalog. That's the kind of branding that they're using, which talked about was coming to extra and premium. August followed the same thing. We got the August monthly games. Then we got the coming to game catalog. In September, which was when we were both being like, this is great. We got one post at the beginning of the month saying, here's everything that's coming. We got no more updates after that, which again, the way that they've been telling us and the way that they branded it initially was you get the games at the beginning and then you get more games in the middle. It seems to be you get essential at the beginning and you get extra and premium in the middle is how they've split it. Now October, we're once again 
back to here are your monthly games with no, it's October 2nd now, with no information about what's coming to extra and premium this month. I just And they still keep pushing PlayStation Plus as this thing when you just, you've changed the name. Why do you keep pushing it like this thing? It's just, it's so strange because it's just like, why go back? I like, I think they've taken lessons from Xbox Game Pass because like you mentioned, the selection of games that is available at the at the beginning and how aggressive they're being with a lot of the games coming is great. It's it's nice to see that they didn't be like, here are just a couple of games, we'll add more as we go. They've been aggressive in terms of the games that they're bringing to the service. But the messaging seems that they've just completely ignored what Game Pass is doing and instead are trying to like, I don't know, double their views. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too by splitting the lists and then bringing them together. And then once again, splitting it, this inconsistency is something that is like really frustrating me with the service. Because again, we look forward to it every single month. What games are we getting next month? What games are coming to essential? What games are coming to extra? What are we going to be playing on the service that we have paid for? Because again, it is expensive. It is not a, it is not, you know, a, a you know, a quick and easy. Yeah, we service. don't get it for free. We no, pay for this. We pay for this. So, you know, I just, the, the use case for it, for premium especially, I mean, September, was it September? No, it was August. We got no premium titles. August, yeah. we got no premium. September, they gave us a little bit more. But again, this, this well, question. Fly, of, but they gave us a game that we had on the previous PlayStation Now service. I know. And that's what I mean. So it's like, I, I just don't understand why they can't figure out how to talk to us about the service that they so desperately want us to buy in on because it I should agree. be simple. I, it, and it's the messaging for me. It, when you think of Xbox, you think of Xbox game pass. Mm-hmm. When I think of PlayStation, they, I think of first party exclusives. Yep. And that's the thing. I think what's going to happen with, with Xbox Slater releases and the eventual addition of all the Activision Blizzard games. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I don't want to talk about the acquisition because I just don't care anymore. Eventuality is it's probably going to happen. So those games, they're going to be available on PlayStation, but guess what? They're going to be in Game Pass. So now you look at that catalog and eventually, and I I know you and I have talked about this, they've got to figure out a way to have their first party exclusives come there. Maybe not day and date, but figure out how quickly you want to put them there because eventually Xbox is going to keep gaining 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 and gaining momentum xbox when i look at the xbox series x and s i think of game pass when i look at the playstation 5 i think of their games consoles exclusives Mm -hmm. i don't think of the service and xbox has done a very good job at marketing the service and i think sony's got to flip the switch because i think they do have a good service you have phenomenal games in there like Mm -hmm. valhalla all these games and it's the same as game pass and they've just got to do Almost like what they did with the PlayStation 3, where PlayStation Plus had the bangers of all the indies. Like when yep. they had Resogun. They had all these games just one after another. They just kept having Guacamelee. They kept dropping great games in the service. Start marketing that. They don't... I, I look at when I create content, for example, when we do shorts or we do videos or we do any of that kind of stuff. If I do a short about Game Pass, it's getting 1,000 to 2,000 views. Mm-hmm. When I do one about PlayStation Plus, it's confusing. And even on the the information... When you're putting it out, you don't see as many videos of content creators going, here's what's coming to PlayStation Plus. But the Xbox Game Pass ones, everybody's looking for it. And I think you make such a good point because even talking about, you know, the conferences and there's some of the, you know, our most favorite things to cover. Like you said, Game Pass was all over them, all over Xbox's conference. You knew exactly what was coming to the service. PlayStation seems to still be avoiding the conversation. It's like they want you to buy into it without actually really knowing what you're getting out of the service. And I think you're right. 
Game Pass gets aggressive in terms of the, the money that they're putting to bring games day and date to the service that aren't even their first party stuff. They're talking about, you know, indie games coming to the service right away. Like Devolver was a Devolver that they said like a lot of their games and Humble, a lot of the games. Humble Bundle, yeah, they have a partnership with Humble Bundle. They have a ton of games coming. And that's what I mean. Like I feel like PlayStation still seems to be focusing on like the third party deals that we are used to. Here's an exclusive mission coming to PlayStation. Here's an exclusive skin that you'll get if you buy Hogwarts Legacy here. Nobody cares anymore. Agreed. You know what I mean? That's such an old school way of looking at here's a reason to play this game on this console if i have an xbox and a playstation my friends are playing on xbox but playstation gives me this exclusive mission nobody's going to care nobody's going to remember that exclusive mission nobody's going to be thinking about that and i think you make such a fantastic point about the eventual catch-up because right now we do know that playstation is it has the i would argue the strongest first party catalog even coming up against a nintendo 100%. even with xbox but like you've mentioned, Xbox has been aggressive with their acquisitions. They have a lot of stuff in development. And we know all of that will come day and date to the platform, to the, to the service. We know Starfield is going to come. We know Redfield is going to come. We know Elder Springs, whatever is eventually going to hit. We know all of these things will be on the platform as soon as they come out. Right now, PlayStation doesn't have to worry. God of War Ragnarok is going to come out. It's going to sell gangbusters. It'll eventually come to the service six months, a year down the line, and whatever. Because right now, Xbox doesn't really have anything to hit back with. Yes, they have the third-party right. stuff, but they don't have the first-party content yet. But they've seen that. They understand that now. And it'll hit a point where you're going to have a first-party Xbox game that has a lot of people excited about it. You're going to have a first-party game, PlayStation game, that has a lot of people excited about it, that are going to come out on the same day. Which do you think are we are going to have more of an investment in? There's people are going to hop in on Game Pass because it's going to be right there waiting for you. Of course, the and PlayStation been, is going to and sell. And it's been proven yeah. time and time again with a game like Fall Guys. Fall mm-hmm. Guys dropped on PlayStation Plus. It became a smash. Uh, Rocket League. It became a smash. Games like that are happening on Game Pass all the time. A game like this, a game that I'm playing right now is Grounded. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be playing this game. And it's on Game Pass. It was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a chance. It's first party Obsidian. Great developer. I'm like, and I get into it. I'm like... I kind of like this game. Didn't think it was a game for me. Nothing about this game said, Court, you should play this. And now I'm playing it. And that happens a lot with games on Game Pass that you get into and you just start playing them. And if you look at what PlayStation Plus is offering, you look what Game Pass is offering right now, I would probably say besides the first party games, 80% of the games that are on PlayStation Plus are available on Game Pass. A lot of them are. Especially the Ubisoft thing. Like they're just, they're all the same game. Like now Valhalla, like they're all there. So it's like, there, in fact, more of the Ubisoft games are there on on this service. I just think they've got to start branding if they're going to go with PlayStation Plus, And I think we both agree we hate the name. Um, it, it should have been just no none of this three tier thing. Just been like, here's your tiers. Please don't make me pay for cloud saves. That should be free. Yep. Like throw that out the window. Cloud saves should be free. Don't put that behind a paywall. And then have two tier system. Yep. One tier where you're just getting, you know, here, you're just getting the regular PlayStation Plus and you can play online. Yep. And then there's the other tier because one thing Game Pass, another thing they do really great is every week it says cloud, console, and PC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cloud, console, and PC. You yep. know PlayStation? Do the same. You know how convenient it is to play a game on my phone, mm-hmm. on my tablet? When I went away for a week in Texas, what did I use? I played Game Pass because it was easy. Yep. It's so easy. Just plug the controller and I play Game Pass. And that's the thing. The PC app for PlayStation, it ain't good. And that's what I was about to say. Xbox has invested in the whole ecosystem. 
Game Pass on your phone, assuming you have the internet for it, works yeah. really well. Game Pass on the PC works really well. The clients make sense. You're evil. You're, it's easy to be able to hop between the two. PlayStation Plus on PC doesn't even support the DualSense. Like, come on. Like, I don't understand how, again, and this is supposed to be a major part of the selling points that, you know, why are you buying to PlayStation Plus? PlayStation Plus has been on PC for years. Does anybody talk about it? No, because no. it runs like crap. It doesn't look good. And it isn't very functional. It just it just is not an, a great place to play. And again, it's such an easy buy-in for people, even if they don't mm -hmm. have a PlayStation. How many people, and I'm sure that it's a lot, have Xbox Game Pass that do not own an Xbox? My brother. There you My go. Perfect example. He loves Game Pass, doesn't even own an Xbox. He has PC only. And, and like I said, the whole Stadia thing. Like, think of what happened. Like, everybody was like, I'm going on Game Pass. I'm going on Game Pass. And they just, I bet you Xbox was just like, thank you. Rake it in. Because the, all they're doing, whenever they do a video, whenever they do their, their blogs, whenever they do their news releases, whenever they do anything, Game Pass is mentioned within the first three sentences. Mm-hmm. And when they do their, like this year when they did their event, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Literally every game they showed at their showcase is coming to Game Pass. Every game. They didn't show anything else. Mm -hmm. Just Game Pass games. And they're soon going to have that where, think about it, people, there's about to be Indiana Jones. There's about to be Starfield. There's mm -hmm. about to be Skyrim. There's mm -hmm. about to be an Elder Scrolls. There's about to be whatever Activision's up their sleeve, the next Call of Duty game. And yes, they're going to have the advantage where they can still say, yeah, the game doesn't matter. Like PlayStation, I, I see the argument on there about Call of Duty and the PlayStation people are like, well, it's 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 known to PlayStation. Well, you know what? It actually, it was originally Xbox 360 where everybody played it. And then eventually PlayStation threw the dump truck of money in the PlayStation 3 generation mm -hmm. and placed at the, at the PlayStation 4 generation and Ghost and everything and everything started being DLC first comes to PlayStation. And then yes, it migrated to PlayStation because they paid for it. But guess what? When people know that it's on a service, money talks every all day, all day. I'm going to play it there. You and I have talked about this a million times. Mm -hmm. I play where the best version of the game is. And you know what? I think that's a fantastic point. I haven't picked up a Call of Duty in years. If the new Call of Duty is on Game Pass, I will at least hop in and check it out. The, like, and you know what I mean? Like there's, and that's what I'm saying. I think PlayStation needs to get a lot more aggressive with what they're doing, especially for indies. Like third parties, I understand are, are, are a bigger bet, but there's no reason why they shouldn't be using the dump trucks of money that they have to get more exclusive stuff or to get stuff even just on PlayStation Plus day one when they it launches. They have it though. Hold on, hold on. They have the exclusive stuff. They just don't put it on the service. Yep. If PlayStation, and I know they're not going to do this. Nope. But if PlayStation put God of War day and date on PlayStation Plus, the subscription base would go through the roof. If The Last of Us is day and date on this, on the, on the, on that, or even if they started doing partnership deals, hey, if you want to watch The Last of Us on HBO, you get it free. Come to PlayStation. There Plus. There you go. That's a great idea. Like there are other things, there are other avenues you can do. Xbox did it with uh, Halo. Mm -hmm. We didn't get it here in Canada, but the people in the U.S. got Paramount Plus for free, and they got yep. to watch the Halo TV show. It wasn't a good TV show, nope. but they got to watch that TV show. I just think there is other avenues they can do, but I think they need to start in it because I love my PS5. Mm -hmm. I love PlayStation Plus. Like I said, I'm, I'm there's games I play, and I, I truly, truly am excited for. I'm going to play Hogwarts Legacy on my PlayStation. Play. Yes, because it does have that one level. Yeah. It is just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play Batman. 
Uh, Gotham Knights will be playing on my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need to start pumping out their service. Their next state of play, their big one that's going to be around E3 because we get E3 back this time. Mm-hmm. So we know we're getting a state of play then. They best have the messaging. This is coming to PlayStation Plus. This is coming to PlayStation Plus. And you know what? Like, I think they really need to figure out what they want these different levels to be. Because right now, the jump from extra to premium makes absolutely no sense. They're bringing old games back at a glacial pace with weird games, like, all over the map, rather than speaking to the ones that people know that they they know that people want. And the game trials, I, I, I don't know a single person who's ever used any of those game trials. I don't understand the use case for it. Again, you know how to make PlayStation Premium. And again, if you want to jack up the price at that point... Put your first party exclusives day and date on premium only. If you really want to get that cheeky about it, if you really want to sell premium as your like you know your god tier service, which again, if you go on the PlayStation Store and you Matt, look into it, and you look into it, they try and sell you premium on the drop anyway. They're trying to push premium. If you want to make premium the PlayStation Plus the place to play, put your put the exclusives there. You're Bru- genius. And again, and, and even do it, do it right away. You could be like, hey, if you're in the premium tier, you know that you get first party exclusives three months after they drop. Yeah. People or, would be happy with that. Yep. It should be day and date. I, I truly yeah. believe if uh, you're going you can have a crystal ball five years from now, if they still have the two for services, PlayStation first party games will be day and date. I don't think they have a choice at this point. I think they might get forced into it once Xbox yeah. starts delivering on the first party promises that they're making. Agreed. And I have no reason to doubt that they will. They have they have incredible studios under the belt that know how to perform. Um, so I, I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like and I, I think, again, the major thing that they need to do and especially with like, I don't understand why they're dropping like a, a backbone, a PS5 backbone when, again, the service doesn't work well on your phone anyway. Like they need to put time and money into the PC app. If they're serious about mobile, they need to put time and money into the mobile app. These things should already be functioning at a rate that a works. Just just especially since all their games are coming to PC now. Sackboy's yes. coming to PC. Uncharted's coming to PC. They're all coming to PC. So give me a PC app. Don't don't worry that your your library isn't there yet. You've already got you own Destiny. There's a PC game. Boom. Like Xbox does a very good job since I say in the last six months, they've done an extremely good job. If you look, every game is cloud console and PC. They make sure you can play it anywhere. They make a whole thing about playing it anywhere, and they're no, they don't. They... What's up? Sorry, it's uh, just it's, yeah. Okay, it's all good. It, it threw me off. <laughs> yeah, it's just it needs to be played everywhere. I think if PlayStation can get it to the same as Game Pass where you can play it everywhere, I think they grow their subscription base because right now Xbox is going after that Asian market and they're getting it. And you know what's huge too? You make a fantastic point. They're bringing more and more of their games to PC. Are these games day and date on PlayStation Plus on PC? No. Why not? Why not? You're already set. Like again, you want to drive. I think. I think that's kind of the ideology here. PlayStation Plus still feels to me as PlayStation is them being like, all right, fine, we'll do it. Fine, fine. While Xbox seems to be investing in the idea again, why not put these games? You're bringing Uncharted. You're bringing Sackboy in October. If you want to drive memberships up on people who don't even have Playstations but want to play these games on PC, why not include them in the service day and date? Why not make this as part of the entire thing from the jump? Mm-hmm. 
get people invested in your ecosystem and people are going to stay. Like there's there's so many reasons for it. So, you know what, Court, what I want to do is I want to I want to ask, what what do they need to do to make this service a day one for people who don't have it yet or for to bring people in outside of we've talked about the first party stuff, but what else do they need to do? Honestly, I don't think they need to do the first party right now. I think they just need to make it so everybody can play it wherever they are. If there's a PC version of the game, they should be able to play it on their PC. If there's that, like the Spider Man is on PC, it's on Steam, it is unbelievable, and mm-hmm. you have it on the service. Well, guess what? They should have it on this service. The fact that the PS4 version is there, not the PS5 version, like, come on, stop nitpicking and don't act like, like at Christmas time when you drop and I'll joke <laughs> and I'm, it's probably going to happen. Christmas time, they're going to be like, here, guess what? For Christmas, you get Spider Man PS5 version. Don't do that stuff. Stop nitpicking. Give us the best version of the game. Mm-hmm. Just give us the best version of the game and figure it. And honestly, figure out how to download these PS3 games. Figure it out. There, If I'm able to do it on my PC and play these games and download them, you know what? Figure it out, PlayStation. The fact that I can get games, PS3 games working on my Steam Deck, and I yeah. can't do that on my PS5. Like, I understand yeah. the infrastructure. I understand this, this, and that. Nope. But again, no, figure it out. Like you said, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Because these, again, you're taking a large chunk. A lot of people came into PlayStation on the PS3. There's a lot of people who remember these games fondly. And if it's a janky experience that just doesn't work that great, like, again, depending on the internet, depending on all these things, let people play where they want to play, how they want to play, and just inv- you, invest in the service as a whole. Mm-hmm. Fix your PC app. Make the DualSense work with your PC app. Talk about, just just nail down your messaging. I don't understand how they haven't learned how to communicate what is coming to the service. I can't imagine there's still an internal conversations about what's coming to the, you know in October to extra and premium. And if they are... Give us what you know, and then be like, in a week, be like, guys, surprise, we also have this game coming to Extra. Like, we know they got forced into it. Jim Ryan made it specifically clear. He did not want to do this. Mm-hmm. He He's made it over and over again. We don't want to do a subscription service. And now they're doing one. So, yep. you know what? You're doing it, so do it. Do it right. You actually have good games. Just let everybody know they're there, because no one knows. And I think that's one of the major questions that we still have left. And, and let's maybe address this, because... God of War Ragnarok is coming. The Last of Us Part 1 just hit. These are the first major PlayStation first-party games that we've gotten since the launch of the service. When do you think they're going to hit PlayStation Plus? What's the timeline? Is it three months? Is it six months? Is it a year? What do you think it's going to be? Six months? I hope you're right. They're coming. Ghost of Tsushima is there, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. All the other ones are six months. So I think six. I hope you're right. I'm with you. I think it is going to be six months. I think that's that's a good point. Um, to get people in on the games and to let them play them because hey, watch January Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, but that would be that would mean almost a year for Horizon Forbidden West. Well, Again, it should have been here now. It should have been here now. Or they give it to us at Christmas. There's your two games at Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You get Horizon and you get Spider Man. Yeah, I think that I think that could work. Um, I don't know, dude. I I like I I really want PlayStation Plus to reach the levels of Game Pass. I really Agreed. want. I love it. I, I love I love it as it stands. I want it to be better, and I think that's where a lot of the, our frustration comes from. Is we do love the PlayStation, we do love the IP, we do love you know the brand, and we want it to succeed. And the games are so good. And the, the games first are so good. games are the best. I'm saying, and I think it's just it, this is all coming from a point from a place of love. This frustration because we know what the service could be. And I just hope that they invest in it and make it that level because, again, come on, PlayStation. Just just make PlayStation Plus an awesome place to play and figure out how to make premium 
an actual use case outside of here are old games that nobody's really playing anyway. But my dude, we've been going for a bit here. Last week, I introduced a new game called JRPG or WWE. Last week, you mean like 40 minutes ago? 40 minutes ago, but to, to, the, to the listeners last week. Um, and we're going to play one more round to close out the show just to give a, a sure. bit of fun. You aced it last time. You got five out of five. Again, for anybody who didn't listen to last week, I'm going to give Court a name. It's going to be either a JRPG character or a WWE wrestler. Um, and he's going to figure out which one it is. So, and in fairness to the listeners, I don't watch WWE, and I sure as heck don't play JRPGs. Nope, but you did it. Last week, you got five out of five. Let's see how you do this week with the new five. All right, Court. JRPG or WWE? Joker. Oh, no, that's JRPG. You gave me an easy one. That is, You did that because you love that game so much. I even can tell you the game, Persona 5. Number two. Vice. WWE. Okay, Vice, WWE. All right. Demix. JRPG. Okay. Big Boss Man. Oh, that's WWE. That's WWF, buddy. It's not even WWE. I, I, know, I can do those. Come on now. I know none of these. So I'm okay. All right, yeah. Big Boss Man is WWF. That's from like the 80s. Okay. Honky Tonky Man. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk. Honky Tonky Man. Honky Tonk Man. It's Honky Tonk Man. It's a Honky Tonk Man. Okay. He dresses like Elvis. He's got a guitar and he uses the guitar as a finishing move to smash it over someone's head. Continue. All right. So this, th- those are our five. Let's let's recap. Oh, okay. Joker, as you mentioned, was from Persona 5. Was it's a your favorite yeah. game. Like, I know. Just, but Joker like, also. Like it's in your, he's in your background. He's behind you. <laughs> He is, but I was kind of like, I don't know, maybe... I know who he is because of you. Well, then I'm very proud of you. Vice, yeah. you said, was WWE. Vice is actually from Skies of Arcadia. That oh. JRPG. Your first miss. Mm. Number three, Demix was right. JRPG. That's from Kingdom Hearts. Big Boss Man was, as you mentioned, WWE. WWF. WWF. Okay, WWF. And Honky Tonky Man... <laughs> Stop, Honky Tonk Man. What's WWE? Four out of five, dude. I have to say, I'm super impressed. Nine out of ten over the course of these two weeks. You've rocked it. Well, I think what you need to do to get the WWE names, message Matt and get the names from him. Because if you meant it, because you've done it three times where you've done guys from like the 80s, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get those. Okay. But if you do like new people, I ain't going to know anything. Like Matt talks about it. And it's like when you talk about JRPGs I just leave the room. I'm just like, whatever, dude. I, I don't care. We'll get strapped in because this game will return again in the future and I will prepare more and I'm going to stump court because right now he absolutely destroyed me. But the game continues. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back live next week. We appreciate all of you very, very much. Court, if people wanted to see and hear more from you, where could they do so? You can find me at Court Loan on Twitter or at Carpool Gaming on all social channels. Actually, I think about this. When we finally do our next live, it's going to be God of War. It'll be near. It'll be, or it'll, it'll be, be Hogwarts. Imminent. It'll be Hogwarts. No, Hogwarts. it'll be, it'll it'll be, be right be, after my birthday. It'll be Gotham. Yeah. See? Hogwarts is February, yeah. dude. Hogwarts is February now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not in October. Yeah. 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 It'll be Gotham. I'll be playing. It'll be right after my birthday. 28th. Actually, it'll be the day after my birthday. It'll be the day release of Gotham. The day, the, the, the next day that we'll do this live will be the 28th. Nice. Gotham Day. There you Ooh, go. We can, I'm going to dress as Batman. Yep. There you it's go. It's going to happen. I'm going to dress as Spider Man. 
just there you because go. that doesn't make any sense but okay no, but we also said hold on because we said the next live show you're going to be in your indiana jones hat dressed as batman with a lightsaber the, oh, we're going to yeah, go full no, court definitely indiana jones with a lightsaber and you know yeah, what though but you know what though that's going to be also right before halloween so we might as well get dressed up strap in if we remember on the 28th court and i will be in some sort of costume in some way shape or form Get excited. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt. You can find me each and every week at youtube.com slash burnoutbrighter. But, my dude, this brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for watching. Let us know in the comments what do you think of PlayStation Plus? How can it get better? When will the first party games come? Let us know. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. As always, we love to thank our Patreon supporters. And I want to start off with our ultimate producers. Robbie Bobby Miller. Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels. Please subscribe to youtube.com forward slash quest for pixels today dallas ford co-host of the blaine game support dallas on youtube to get these guys to 100 subs emily o'kelly trucker sloth jonathan brown the new episode from pme is called gems and is available on spotify and apple music lee navarro the fearless leader of the phoenix overdrive extra life team and honestly carpool gaming's tech support links are all in the show notes please support these ultimate producers platinum producers marcus mccracken RJ Kern and Skinny Matt, Gold Members, Anna W, Cicely Caruso, Dallas Robbins, Darush, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, and the Snack Network. Also, I want to thank our newest patrons, Sean Hannigan and Ryan Craig. Also, I want to thank Tim Paulin for upgrading to Gold Member. Thank you very much.